ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. As we begin our broadcasting day this Thursday, and lots to get to today, we'll react to the Baylor uh, victory over Oklahoma last night and a couple of concerning things coming out of that game, uh, a couple of really good signs, and excited to visit with you about what I saw and uh, some reaction to that. And then at 5 o'clock today, we will have, it's kind of our weekly visit with Nikki Collin, but it's not Nikki. It's Tony Green, one of the uh, top assistant coaches for the women's program and, and uh, does a tremendous job and has been there from day one for Nikki. And we'll uh, get to hear from Tony Green at... Well, right at about 5 o'clock is when we're going to do that. And then, of course, at 420, Aaron, I think we, of course, we'll have Campus Confidential at 440. At 420, I mean, we've talked about Kyrie Irving. We'll certainly react to what he looked like last night for the Dallas Mavericks. And then, Aaron, you and I, <laughs> given the fact that we stay up at to ridiculous hours, we're rewarded last night for being night owls because of the huge post-midnight trade that came down involving Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant now plays for the Phoenix Suns. And while some good young players, Cam Johnson, Bridges, I mean, there's some nice players that came back, and a ton of first-round picks, Probably about four of them involved, I think, all told. But still, KD now teams up with Aiton, Booker, and Chris Paul. And there was some thought that maybe Chris Paul would be in a trade. But they uh, now Phoenix. I mean, Aaron, we had like how many days? One day, 48 <laughs> hours where we could like talk about the Mavericks as a possible Big-time, you know, finals contender, at least a contender to win the West. And now Phoenix, Vegas, and everybody thinks it could be Phoenix. So this is a, um, if you love the NBA or you just love the NBA's drama, 420 will be for you. Aaron, I I get it that the Super Bowl itself, the, the, the rating, and it'll blow everything away. But I do find it interesting that the NBA has basically just completely overshadowed, at least on social media. Now, there may be some listeners out there like, no, Mosley, I'm not paying attention. I don't watch the NBA. And that's fine. That's fine. Whatever. I do watch the NBA, and I do get a kick out of all the social media and the reactions on Twitter and Facebook and everywhere. And this is pure uh, excitement 
like what's happening with all these trades. Just the, I mean, it's it's just it's just really kind of fascinating with how all this is going to play out. But the and, and there have been several others that we'll go over today at 4:20. Now, for Mavericks fans, which we have a lot of them in the area, your team with Kyrie, you know, we were wondering if if um, Christian Wood, Tim Hardaway Jr., some of the other players might be traded. <clears throat> they were not. Christian Wood is still a member of the Dallas Mavericks, for better or worse. I'm happy with it because the truth is, if you saw all the big men that were swirling around, I mean, other than, <laughs> of course, we don't think about KD, even though he, he's the height of a big man. We think of him as just, you know, one of the greatest forwards uh, in NBA history. We don't think of him as maybe a, a true big. I'm talking about centers. Aaron, they were kind of going all around the NBA today. Big men were being traded back and forth. Now, and and we'll talk about all that, but I, I'm i kind of okay. I mean, Plumlee, Thomas Bryant, I mean, some of the people that I've seen out there. Mo Bamba. I, there's Mo Bamba. Uh, I, nothing really made me go, oh, man, wish could have got that guy. I mean, Bamba's interesting just because – he certainly has some ability, but he, but he had even been in the rotation with his team. Who's he been with? Aaron Orlando? Yeah. Is that who finally traded him? Yep. And I had to laugh because Patrick Beverly was was tweeting about being reunited with D'Angelo Russell with the Lakers and all, oh, you know, together again kind of stuff. Aaron, moments before the trade deadline, where did Pat Beverly end up? That's right. He's with the Orlando Magic. <laughs> oh, man. He loved being in the spotlight. He liked being out there on the West Coast. And he's going to end up on the East Coast with the Orlando Magic. So, a lot going down in the in the world of the NBA. And the biggest one, of course with Kevin Durant. I mean that that's just amazing that he's going to end up on the Phoenix Suns. Aaron, you're a big NBA fan. Do you do you see the Suns immediately now being the favorites to win the West? I think so. Yeah, I mean they don't, you know, they traded away most of their depth, but when you get a starting five like they have now, it's hard to have a very deep team, but they're going to run out. Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, Devin Booker, and and then you then you add Kevin Durant to that, and then you know who who plays small forward. I don't know, but it's not a huge concern. They have people that can fill it. It is. It is a. Uh... It's a phenomenal thing to watch when the NBA just takes everything over. And we'll get into some of that <clears throat> at 420. I will say right now, the Bears, and I, and I just went ahead and rewatched the second half of that game. And, um, I, you know, I, I, I think the, the, the fact that Cry, L.J. Cryer did not play in the second half 
is concerning. I hope it's not a big deal. <clears throat> Scott Drew thought that last night that um, it was not the same foot injury from the past, but when someone has had lingering foot issues, has had to have surgery on his foot, it, it's, it is always extremely concerning when he has to miss any time. Now, they may have just been overly cautious, and he was over there in the second half. Now, the upside from last night's game is Langston Love was brilliant. I mean, other than just missing a few free throws, they weren't great. They did get to the free throw line. For some reason, they didn't shoot. The, they're a good shooting free throw team. In fact, even Thamba, who was you know having trouble earlier this year, has become a really good free throw shooter. So there's no excuse for that other than maybe concentration or something. They should be a very good free throw shooting team. They were struggling with that last night. Aaron, that was a that was one of those games that you know, there's up 71-63. You kept waiting for them to drop the hammer and for the game to end, and quite honestly, it just wouldn't because Oklahoma as bad as they are, they're 2 and 9, and they're not that bad. They just happen to play in a great conference. But they kept hitting big. They had a they have a player that I didn't I'm not really that familiar with named like Bamasil, who's impressive to me, brings a ton of energy. They had another guy that was hitting threes, who quite honestly is not it looks seems to be a lefty. Well now I mean now that I'm thinking about it, he was shooting with his right hand, but he but he could totally go to his left. Another guard that kind of stepped up for them last night. Jalen Hill was not totally getting it done. Groves had some pretty good moments in the game, but they just kept hanging around. And Sherfield's a pretty good player. He hit some threes. But when the Bears had to have it, Aaron, who were the guys knocking down the threes? Well, it wasn't it wasn't just all you know who you think it was. It was Chamwa Chachua. I saw him hit two threes in the second half. He was two of five from out there. The guy Obviously, he's got a lot of confidence now with his outside shot. And and I, I actually saw him do some things on defense that I liked. Um, I, I saw Del Bonner at, at a key juncture in that game last night take a big charge. Bonner has kind of lost playing time, but without Cryer in the second half, he got into the rotation, and he made a really big defensive play. I think that they'd cut it to like one point, and he took a charge. Twice, when it was a one-point game, Chamwa Chachua hit big threes. Obviously, um, last night, Langston Love hit some big threes. Aaron, the great thing about Love is if you put him in a one-on-one situation, he's he's hard to handle. He, he can create his shot. He's so much stronger than most guards. And so you have in... Flagler, Cryer, Love, and of course Keontae was great last night. I mean, he's the guy that can go draw a foul, and I mean he is a three-point, old-fashioned three-point play waiting to happen because he's a tremendous finisher. In fact, I was watching last night. Of course, I'd watch Kyrie, and of course Kyrie can be a major headache, and he's a problem off the court. But he's a brilliant player, and he can get anything he wants. He's a great he's a great finisher. He's a great shooter, and there were things after watching him last night. 
And then look, watching again that second half of Baylor today, that kind of there's some things Keontae does that remind you of Kyrie. Obviously, he doesn't have that kind of handle yet, but I'm just talking about hanging, finishing, finishing through contact. Like there's just things, and he's taller than Kyrie. Kyrie's doing this at six one. He's one of the greatest small guards ever. I mean, he really is. Isaiah, you know, you think of some of the great ones who weren't that tall, who could finish everything, and Isaiah was great at it. He comes to mind. But last night, Keontae was doing some Kyrie-like things. He just, he can pull up, he can get his shot wherever he wants, but when he wants to get to the rim, he's just so good at drawing contact and finishing. He's just he's really good with the three-point shots. And another thing I kind of like is Bridges continues to do things and make good plays um, even when he's not scoring. And last night he struggled, and I think he only had one point. But they're still making plays. The other thing Keontae does, Aaron, and I'm sure you notice this, I mean, his, his ability to whip passes through traffic and again, Thamba, two, three years ago, I would have not wanted him trying to fit passes like in that to Flo. And the truth is, Flo has developed really good hands over the years. And so they'll throw it to Flo in traffic. Now, Aaron, it just is dawning on me. We didn't, I mean, EJ has emerged so quickly. Talking about everyday John. I. I don't remember seeing Ojanwana last night. Was he out there, Aaron, maybe at some point in the first half? I don't know. Did he play last night? I'll have to look. I, I don't think Loner, got, Loner was getting time. Bonner got into the game. And EJ, I mean, I, I just think, they, I, I think even the coaching staff is a little shocked that, that, John is where he is, like that he's already able to move this well. I even saw him later a couple of times. He kind of, he, you know, he got blown by the other day on a couple of plays when he was playing defense. In this game, he kind of set his body weight and, and looked like the old EJ a little bit on defense. Now, there'll be moments that he's, that he's maybe not quite the defender that he was before the injury. But man, he was I liked what he was doing. Aaron, what were you gonna were you gonna say something about Ojan Ojanwana? Yeah, he did not play. Okay. I'm looking at the box score and he did not play last night. So wow. you're correct. Wow. Yeah, because I was interrupted. I watched the first half with a buddy and then I, I was watching the second half and I just I just was like, wait, I don't remember seeing Ojanwana. And uh, sure enough, we didn't. So, again, that's not anything against him. I don't think he's in the doghouse. I just think, I think everyday John is way further than they thought he would ever be at this point. And he has been worked back in. So, um, we'll have more on this as the day unfolds. In fact, about 525 today or 530, I want to get back into reacting to last night's Baylor game, and I'll have more comments and thoughts on it. Might even hear a little bit from Scott. We'll just see. But um, 
I, uh, I, yeah, it's it was, uh, it, it was tougher than it needed to be, but then you got to give Oklahoma some credit for playing hard and hanging in there. They've got some. I mean, they kind of remind me of Tech, in the sense that they got some guys with high motors, and that Bama seal. I think it's B A M I S I L E or something. You know what I'm talking about, Aaron? Number four. He's bouncy and energetic, and, I mean, he he gets after you. So Porter Moser has some good parts to this team, but they rarely kind of put it all together. And and the Groves brothers just kind of come and go. And the, and the one who doesn't start, the non-bearded Groves brother, is a, I mean, you know, he'll hit 1-3 a game. Of course, unless he's playing us in the Big 12 tournament, then he'll hit like five threes. But for the most part, he's just not giving them what they need. And uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really interesting team that obviously has some ability, but they just can't seem to put it together. That's going to be a, an all-out that, – that's going to be a great game Saturday in Fort Worth because I do think Mike Miles is going to be back for TCU. And he changes everything because he is truly a big-time – NBA talent with a huge NBA body for a guard. I mean, he's scary. He really is. Remember Desmond Bain? You're just like, dang, this guy looks different than most guards. Yeah, he's just like that. I mean, he may not, he can't shoot it like Bain could, but he's he's faster and probably stronger than Desmond Bain. And that's saying something. The former TCU player, who's now become a great player for the Memphis Grizzlies. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. Let's react. At 2 o'clock today was the NBA trade deadline. Let's get some reaction to it. Let's do it next. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball on 104.9 FM. The Baylor women back in action Saturday on the road in Stillwater to take on Oklahoma State. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 2 p.m. tip-off Saturday on 104.9 FM. Follow the 12-time defending Big 12 champions with Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, on 104.9 FM. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. 
Central National Bank, member FDIC. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. My house has a new With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of our tractor lineup rated number one in durability and owner experience, Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home select L-Series equipment for zero down, 0% APR for up to 72 months, plus save up to $800 now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Phoenix Suns add Kevin Durant win a blockbuster deal with the Nets that gave the Nets three players and four future first round picks. Kyrie Irving made his Dallas Mavericks debut last night with Lucas still out with the heel injury. Irving poured in 24 points in 37 minutes as the Mavs beat the Clippers 110-104. NFL Players Association Executive Director DeMarcus Smith says it's time to get rid of the NFL scouting combine. Baylor gets past OU 82-72 last night. The Bears will be on the road on Saturday. Elsewhere in the Big 12 last night, West Virginia beat Iowa State 76-71 and Oklahoma State beat Texas Tech 71-68. Patrick Mahomes says his ankle's in a better spot for the Super Bowl on Sunday with the Eagles. The Eagles are now one and a half point favorites in the game. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show Thursday afternoon. And lots to get to today, including the Nikki Collin weekly appearance starring someone other than Nikki Collin. Nikki had a uh, previous engagement this week. And Tony Green, who really uh, does a lot of the defensive, I mean, he puts some great plans together. Obviously, the other night, that things kind of got away from the Bears. And the Sooners scored 97 points in that game but Tony Green the Baylor women's assistant coach will join us at five o'clock today and a really good guy fun guy he was way into these trades these NBA trades and had some thoughts on it big Dallas Mavericks fan went to uh, Richardson High School and uh, so he really uh, loves Dallas area sports so he was all into that so it'll be fun to visit with him at uh, 5 o'clock 
today. I know, Aaron, you're ready for that. And then, of course, Campus Confidential. And, Aaron, you, I'm, I'm certain you've got to be thinking um, worried for the Pac-12. I mean, suddenly the people who mocked the Big 12 for thinking they, they left some money on the table in their media rights deal, all of a sudden there's thought that the Pac-12, uh-oh, uh-oh, we don't have a deal in place. Better go cut a deal. Oh, wait, nobody wants to pony up a bunch of money? Shocking. <laughs> Shocking, Aaron, I tell you, that maybe some of these streaming sites and networks wouldn't be going crazy over a non-USC Pac-12. Aaron, the, I mean, the Pac-12 losing USC is like the Big 12 losing Texas. And then the next question is, what do you do about it? How do you replace them? And we'll see, you know, how it works out. Big 12 went and got four schools. We're kind of interested in to see how they play. Now, USC and Texas are a pretty good comparison. Why is that, Aaron? Well, they're teams that have had uh, illustrious histories but had fallen on hard times. Lincoln has turned it around seemingly at USC and will now lead them into the Big Ten. Aaron, has Steve Sarkeesian turned UT around, or would that be a little bit of an overstatement? Let's just say he's got them, I think we could say he's got the horns pointed in the right direction. Do you think that's fair? I would say that's fair, yeah. I would. I want to see what they do this year. Yeah. But they have an absolutely unbelievable recruiting class coming in to go with the talent they already had on campus. So this year will be the kind of show-and-tell year for Steve Sarkeesian. And I'm anxious to see what uh, what Venables, you know. I mean, I'm sure OU people want to believe he's got things headed in the right direction. Didn't look like it. Didn't look like it when I was in Norman. And the old Bears, who sadly finished, staggering to the finish. But, boy, that that afternoon, they lined up, and they went mano-a-mano and ran over the, 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 the Sooners in their own house. Richard Reese. Who else, Aaron? In that game, it was Squirrel. And then, oh, his other one. I don't even know if Richard. Richard might have been out for that game. It was Squirrel and Quaylen. I mean, just... Just, just running over people, and imposing their will on the uh, on the Oklahoma Sooners. So we'll see how that all works out. Last, and we'll do that. We'll do some college at four forty. I know you like college football, college basketball, but we do too, and that's why we dedicate a segment to it every single day at four forty. Very popular segment. Okay, that's why we always have all these partners. Hellberg Barbecue. They're like, hey, hey. We said, Helberg, we want you to be a partner with the entire show. They said, sign us up. Tell us where to sign up. And Aaron, I I sometimes see our partners at the Baylor games. That's kind of cool. I'll see the Helberg sign going around like the ribbon or whatever, the advertising at the Baylor basketball games. And then I saw somebody else we knew, Aaron. I said, oh, that's one of our people too. I mean, it's really cool how you see that and see Baylor. Uh, We share some of this same um, funny how that works. Some of the uh, some of the same advertisers. Really good. Since we're the uh, radio partner of Baylor, that makes sense. Okay, Aaron, this is interesting. 
And, oh, Aaron, before I forget, livestock show tomorrow, the junior livestock show, McLennan County junior livestock show, count me in. Tom will be on the scene. I mean, our country station, you know, Nash will probably be running around out there. Crow man might stop by. Love when crows running around. Uh, it, that, that, the whole group, we're all going to be out there. A lot of our people, and there'll be steak served. There'll be all kinds of stuff. There'll be money raised, and it all goes to that junior livestock. I mean, it, it's really cool. McLennan County Junior Livestock Show. The local 4-H's, 4-H clubs will be around. The uh, FFA. Aaron, you know what those those uh, those FFA coats look like? Now, you you were like me. You were more of a uh, – you were maybe a country kid, but you were a little bit more of like a city slicker. You probably didn't have an FFA jacket. But, Aaron, you remember those things? They were kind of purple, mm-hmm. kind of deep royal purple, and they might have had some, like, gold lettering. I always thought, man, those people. I love the. I like the F. I wish I could do that. Of course, Aaron, if you put me in charge of like feeding a pig or a cow or something, the the animal would die within a week. I barely keep this dog fed. Okay, I can't have like a like a farm animal. But man, I love what they do. The Junior Livestock Clinton County Junior Livestock Show. It raises millions over the years. Yeah, may raise a million tomorrow. I mean, it's it's unbelievable how much money it raises. It's a very cool thing, and we'll be out there. Tom will be on the scene. It'll be Barfield, Mosley, the whole gang, and we'll have a great time out there. Aaron, I'm going to put my boots on. May even may even put a cowboy hat on. Aaron, can you picture that? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sort of the John Dutton of McLennan County is what people <laughs> say about me. <laughs> the the one from Yellowstone, not the I'm, former Cowboys. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of people come to me when they need something done or something taken care of, and uh, it's hard. I got ranch hands that report to me, and they live in a bunkhouse. It's a pretty cool thing. It's much. It's a lot like the show Yellowstone. In fact, if you come see me at the uh, uh, at the uh, livestock show, call me John tomorrow in fact you'd be correct because that's my real name did you know that aaron my real name in life is john (laughs) mostly i'm getting text messages responding to the (laughs) to my yellowstone who will play the role of beth who will play my daughter tomorrow we'll see we'll see who does that fortunately my daughter is nothing like beth dutton i am very fortunate in that area Okay, uh, Aaron, and I don't plan, probably, well, I may run for governor at some point. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh-oh, spoiler alert, I may be giving too much away if people haven't watched Yellowstone. Um, Aaron, we were, we were going to talk about these trades, and we'll do more as the day unfolds. But K- KD to Phoenix <clears throat> was huge. Aaron, were you still alert uh, twelve thirty when you know about twelve fifteen a.m. or twelve thirty when this deal went down because a lot of people who have normal hours woke up to this trade, but this thing was going down late and then by three or four in the morning, and I can't remember when I went to bed, but I was already reading reports this morning of exactly how this went down. 
I mean, you remember, Aaron, they, they, they forced that creep owner of the Suns, Robert Sarver, who's just a bad guy. I can't remember all that he was involved with, but sexual harassment, just an idiot. And, and they forced him out. So the new owner, the thing had just barely gone through. And the new owner told his GM, and it's a, I think it's James Johnson who used to play for the Heat. I think it's who it is, their GM is. And they were going to do some deal for maybe John Collins for Atlanta. And the guy said, no, no hey, go back, to, go back to the Suns. You know, um, he said, no, go back to Brooklyn and see if we can get something done here. And lo and behold, they get a deal done. Now, Aaron, you may have the, the stuff in front of you. It's like four, four first-rounders. It's bridges. Crowder got sent somewhere else in the deal. But, I mean, it's a lot of really, you know, good young players. I mean, who Bridges, who's the other Phoenix? Oh, Cam Johnson's a nice player for for Phoenix. I mean, it's a it's a lot of players and it's a ton of picks. I mean, Brooklyn got a lot. It's not like they got they're empty-handed, but they're stuck with no stars. I mean, you can't I mean, yeah, you can go deal, maybe you can go try to find a superstar, but Aaron, think about think about who they had at one point. J, they had the beard they had Harden, Kyrie Irving, and KD. And we were just, like, handing them championships. Oh, they got Steve Nash as their coach. He's awesome. You got three superstars. Have at it. Go win your championships. Aaron, did you? would you happen to know? I'll tell you what. This is going to be our, um, our – don't answer that, Aaron. This is the Schmaltz's trivia question of the day. You win two free sandwiches from Schmaltz's if you can get this right. All right, we do this on Thursday. How many combined games did James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant play together? How many games did they did all three get on the court? Now remember Harden ends up with the Sixers. Kyrie now Kyrie was off, you know, making anti-Semitic remarks and and just generally being a, a numbskull. I mean, there's no other way around it. He was just, he was doing that. And then he was, you know, again, I don't, anybody, I don't fault anybody for not getting a vaccine. I'm not one of these people that's going to try to shame you into that. But the rules were the rules. And he decided not to get one, so he missed like 100 games. And so he generally was just gone. He was never able to play. And even when he was there, he was acting like a fool. And then KD gets hurt and comes in and out and Aaron KD uh to you know Kyrie's gone for what 48 hours and KD's like get me out of here he's got to be with superstars the man can't try to go it alone Aaron do you remember a player that did go it alone for about 20 something seasons <laughs> with yeah. the Dallas Mavericks beat that super team in Miami won a Won a championship in 2011. You know, Dirk never said, oh, give me a superstar. i got to have a superstar. He would have loved one, but he didn't, like, whine for a trade every year. And, of course, that Cuban kept talking about trying to get a superstar, and he never did. And they tried various things. And the thing that finally worked was an aging Jason Kidd and Tyson Chandler and... 
I guess Jet was still on that team, wasn't he? Um, I mean, they finally just had something that that worked, and it was a beautiful thing, and they won it in 2011. But here's the trivia question. How many games did those three stars in Brooklyn, Harden, Kyrie, and KD, play together total? If you know the answer, you can text us on the CNC Collision Center text line 254 662 1660. That's 254 662 1660. And you win two of those free sandwiches from Nelson Rue, the owner of Schmaltz's. Oh, wow. We already got one, Aaron. We already have a winner? We do. We had uh, quite a few guesses, but Ron okay. H is our winner. Wow. I love the, I love how quickly our people get involved. And and Ron H, you are the winner. And text with Aaron and we'll tell you how to come by and get your two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's. You play, you win. That's good for Ron H. How many correct answers did we have, Aaron? Did we have quite a few? He was the first correct. <clears throat> I had four before that that were incorrect and that he was the first correct answer. Nice. Nice. It's a good thing, Aaron, you know all the answers because I don't always <laughs> I don't always prep you on those things. Okay, it is the Matt Mosley Show. ESPN Central Texas, Aaron Sexton alongside. And it is time to do some campus confidential. That's next. Recently on Game Time. Joined now by Baylor basketball coach Scott Drew. When John checked in as as a coach, there's the winning, and then there's also, boy, you really want this player to do well for the work he put in. And I mean, for for John, I was so happy that he made two for two just so he could get uh, the cheers and the ovations for all the hard work that he put in. He's not going to make every three he takes, but I can tell you, they have a lot better chance of going in now after the work he's put in, and we couldn't be happier. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of our tractor lineup rated number one in durability and owner experience, Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home select BX series equipment for zero down, 0% APR for up to 72 months, plus save up to $800 now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. 
This year's McClendon County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair is February 6th through the 10th at the Extraco Event Center with more than 500 local 4-H and FFA students exhibiting their livestock. Come join us and help us raise funds for the scholarships and education programs. Then make sure to join us on Friday night, February 10th at 6.30 for the Sale of Champions with top-placing animals and projects up for sale. Last year's sale brought in over a million dollars for student college funds and future projects. It's the McClendon County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair, February 6th through the 10th at the Extraco Event Center. For more information, like them on Facebook or call 254-722-2597. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you at Slovacek's you'll love our sausage after a remarkable 100-year run, the FCC is officially closing the doors on traditional analog copper POTS telephone lines. FCC has issued an order 10-72A1, which mandates that all POTS lines in the U.S. be replaced with an alternative source. Another issue we are seeing is print nightmare. That is the vulnerability in Windows print servers where an attacker could run code with full systems privileges. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or UBEO. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Phoenix Suns add Kevin Durant win a blockbuster deal with the Nets that gave the Nets three players and four future first round picks. Kyrie Irving made his Dallas Mavericks debut last night with Lucas still out with a heel injury. Irving poured in 24 points in 37 minutes as the Mavs beat the Clippers 110 to 104. NFL Players Association Executive Director DeMarcus Smith says it's time to get rid of the NFL scouting combine. Baylor gets past OU 82 to 72 last night. The Bears will be on the road on Saturday. Elsewhere in the Big 12 last night, West Virginia beat Iowa State 76-71 and Oklahoma State beat Texas Tech 71-68. Patrick Mahomes says his ankle's in a better spot for the Super Bowl on Sunday with the Eagles. The Eagles are now one and a half point favorites in the game. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley with the dramatic throat clear. Uh, to start, <laughs> Campus Confidential. It's good radio right there. <laughs> I, did, did, I used to do radio for a long time with the legendary uh, Randy Galloway, and, and when he would sometimes you know, make a strong point or throw down an opinion – he would occasionally give it the the sniff, like kind of the loud sniff into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I may do the sniff at some point during this. If I make if I feel like I make a strong point, Aaron, you're just gonna hear a kind of a long sniff. And I'm a little sniffly anyway, so it may not even be on purpose. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley show. It is time for Campus Confidential. Aaron Sexton uh, getting ready to deliver. Some of the bigger stories out there in college athletics. A reminder, McLennan County Junior Livestock Show tomorrow. I, I, I was talking about it earlier, and I guess I just assume everybody knows where it is, and I think most people do, but that Extra Co. Event Center, 
out there kind of, you know, we used to call it the heart of Texas, H-O-T. But it's, uh, it's right out there off Lake Air. Y'all know where it is. And we'll be, I'm hoping, you know, Tom will make all the decisions logistics-wise. I think it's going to be a little chilly tomorrow. So I'm really hoping for kind of an indoor situation. But well, come by and say hi. I always love seeing everybody. Ted Teague from Alan Samuels. Always, Alan Samuels has just been an enormous supporter over the years. And, boy, they bid on everything. Who knows? I may make some bids. Aaron, I don't know if I'm going to have any money with me. It's a problem. But I, I'm going to bid. Then I may see if Ted will just cover me. You know, I'll pay him back at some point. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make some bids. All the auctions happen through in the evening, and it's just a huge thing. But we'll be out there kind of in the buildup to all the stuff that happens, the big sale. And I'm going to probably go look at some of the heifers, some of the, some of the different things they're bringing through there. Aaron, I love a good broiler. <laughs> Do you know? You know what a broiler is, Aaron? I don't. I did that promo, and I still have no idea what it is. Yeah, got broilers out there, and that has something to do with, uh, well, the <clears throat> maybe some chickens or something. I don't, I don't want to act like I know either, but it's there's some there's a lot of stuff involved out there. I may buy a, a big hog. Love to get a love to get a hog, and just kind of raise it in the backyard, feed the hog. Kind of, and I think it teach my 15-year-old some really good lessons in life. To, to raise the hog, and then, of course, you, you get ready and you sell it, and then, of course, it uh, they slaughter the hog. That's the sad part. You kind of get, I think what most people do, they don't give these things, you know, names, right? They don't want to get too attached to it because you, you raise it because it's actually, you know, going to end up being uh, supper for somebody. I hate to spoil anybody's uh, uh, surprise about that. All right, um, Aaron, what else, what do you have for us in Campus Confidential? Later football picks up their third commitment for the 2024 class. And it is Brock Jackson, an outside linebacker slash edge from Lumberton, Texas. He is the number 21 ranked outside linebacker in the country, according to rivals. He picked Baylor over Multiple other offers, including Arkansas, Colorado, Texas Tech, among others. So, Baylor now, three commitments for the 2024 class. What did you say his name? Brock? I think I saw this earlier today. Say say his name again, the young man. Brock? It, yes, it is. Uh, sorry, lost my place for a second. Brock Jackson of Lumberton, Texas. Lumberton. Mm-hmm. Where is that? Down by Houston. We'll go, we'll or down in the Houston Lumber. area, I believe. I don't know how close it is to Houston. I can't believe you know where Lumberton is. <laughs> following following football for all these years, I know a lot yeah, of, most yeah. small towns, not all of them. And I'm not yeah. saying Lumberton's small, but you get a general be, idea of where most it, places it, are. Lumberton better be small. I mean, because I've never, I've barely ever heard of it. Let's go meet down at Lumberton. I like that. You know, that probably has its origin. I was trying to teach my daughter about this the other day here, and she wasn't particularly in. I would, like, see a street name and go, well, I bet I know how that got its name. And I am. Lumberton <laughs> is, like, it has something to do with lumber, and then ton is short for, like, a township, right? Mm-hmm. And so that became 
Lumberton. Okay. By the way, I'm way off <laughs> as far as where it's at. It's actually in the uh, Beaumont, Port Arthur metropolitan area. Okay, th- that's the that's the triangle we call that yeah. out there. Okay, yeah, out th- we yeah that. Uh, well, Aaron, maybe in your mind you knew it was fairly close to the coast or something like that. I think that. that's okay. what it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to give we'll you go with out that. here. Lumberton. All right. I always have wanted to visit Lumberton, and uh, excited to see Brock and see what he could bring to the table. He is committed. Aaron, you know, I like commits and all that, but uh, given what happened on this last class, I until they until they kind of sign on the dotted line. I find myself not, you know, I, I just, I like to announce these things, and I'm excited to see what the kids are wanting to do, but it's very, very early in this process. For a 2024 kid that, of course, has a whole senior year of football to go play. And, and then, Aaron, you presented the news the other day that Dabo wants them to have a signing period in August where you can sign the August before your senior year with a school. I think that's what you were saying the other day. Does that sound right? That's very, very interesting. I think that must have been Monday when I was out. I, didn't, I don't remember that story. You don't remember that? That may have been a, that may have been a Ryan Fox exclusive. <laughs> All right. What else do we have, sir? Veteran coach Charlie Strong, former UT head coach Charlie Strong, who was Miami's co-defensive coordinator and linebackers coach last season, told ESPN today he will not return to Miami next year after being passed over for the defensive coordinator job. Uh, Head coach Mario Cristobal hired Lance Guidry, who agreed to become Miami's defensive coordinator after Kevin Steele took the same job at Miami. Guidry had been at Tulane for three weeks before taking the Miami job. He spent last season as Marshall's defensive coordinator, but he was obviously brought in ahead of Charlie Strong, who was Miami's co-defensive coordinator last year. I wonder how he enjoyed his three weeks there at Tulane. (laughs) I wonder how Tulane's coach enjoyed his three weeks before he said, you know what, found something better, got to go. Wow, that's interesting. Guidry. You know, if I had to guess, I bet he's pretty young, and... While it's very, very important what they do on the field, a lot of these decisions are being made right now with recruiting in mind. With the transfer portal and recruiting and the emphasis on all of that being more than ever, there has become an emphasis to go younger at some of those positions. So, you know, Charlie, hang in there. I mean, Charlie's a great coach. He's been a great defensive coordinator, and I don't blame him. You get passed over, just go coach somewhere else. In fact, uh, Aaron, I, I'd i like to have Charlie as a analyst at Baylor. All right? So I'm going to go ahead and and um, I'm going to go ahead and put that out there. Just kind of uh, nominate him as a possible <laughs> analyst for the Baylor Bears. I don't know if we have any of those positions open. I would have, I'd love, it's you know, a- I'd like to do, I'd like to be an analyst. And if I couldn't do it in coaching, like a radio analyst, where I just kind of, I wouldn't, you know, just I don't, I don't, I don't go on air, but I just kind of, you know, coach people up. Here's what you could have done, kind of break it down, and uh, I'll just be an analyst. That's an interesting, that's an interesting new, relatively new phenomenon in uh, in 
college football, and I think it. I think that's a great job to be in. Now, it may not be quite the money that the on-field assistants make. I get that. But, I mean, think, I wonder what they paid. Do we ever find that out? Because UT is public record. What was Gary Patterson making to be a, to be a defensive analyst or, or a, a special assistant to the head coach, I think was his actual position at UT? Aaron, any guesses from you? Since I don't think we've actually seen this anywhere. No, I have no idea. I, I've never thought about that. Why would we not know this? Yeah, yeah that's a good, good we question. We should know this. I have no idea how much. I bet they paid him to be a special assistant to the head coach. $300,000 last year. $300,000. Which, by the way, to be... I mean, he and think about it. He's not truly putting together the game plans he's not really truly i mean i guess he was kind of on the field but i don't know what he does during games he's not he's not truly coaching i don't think that's that would be my guess for something like that um i think you're in the ballpark i I would assume somewhere around a quarter million I'll just text him and ask (laughs) yeah i was about to say he's one of your besties Uh i'm sure he'll be happy to let you know how much he made last year. I bet he'd be. I mean, he might be over at the Baylor game Saturday. That that would be an interesting to because I remember he used to show up at some of those uh, TCU Baylor basketball games. Aaron, we got a little time. Anything else? Anything else you want to get to here? Iowa announced contract amendments for offense coordinator Brian Prince with incentive-based opportunities to reinstate his previous contract after the Hawkeyes had a terrible offensive year last year. I don't know if you remember, well, pretty much any of the Iowa games last year, but their offense was terrible. Their O.C.'s new contract will make a base salary of $850,000 and will be able to have his contract reinstated to a two-year rolling agreement with a bonus and salary adjustment. If the team meets certain requirements, the team needs to score at least 25 points per game and win a minimum of seven games in 2023 for him to get his contract reinstated. And just to uh, give you an idea, the seven wins they hit every year, just to give you an idea of how low the bar is <laughs> at 25 points a game, that would be about 80th in Division One, somewhere in the mid-80s, I think. Well, and, and plus, they're not just it's not just offensive points. This team, because they're so good on defense, scores a lot of defensive touchdowns. In fact, I think they had like six defensive touchdowns, and those get to count toward his 25 points per game. Defensive touchdowns do count. So, I mean, I, I if I'm Ferentz, and, and maybe he's just like got no shame, like, oh, whatever, Daddy will let me stay on the staff, and we'll just go with this. But it's pretty embarrassing. To have this out there that you've not only taken a pay cut, but the way that you so you keep your job and then get reinstated to your full salary is to meet these low thresholds. I don't think you'll meet it unless they get a bunch of defensive touchdowns. That offense wish- was terrible. They did get the Michigan quarterback to transfer there, but that didn't affect the play calling. I wish they'd measure our us by the uh, how many – text we get because every time we put something out there and we just like get flooded with text messages 
Start counting those, Aaron. I'm going to see if we can get that attached to our salaries, okay? Text messages that we get on the CNC Works for me. Center text line. All right? I mean, we get we get 10 bucks for every text. All right? And I'm going to see if I can if I can uh, make that happen. But uh well, we had we put out that uh, trivia question earlier and they just came pouring in. We appreciate everybody out there. We love hearing from you by the way. 254 662 1660 is the text line and you we can, you know, you can reach out to us anytime you feel like it. Aaron, you got one more? I do. Women's college basketball for the first time in 30 years. The UConn Husky women's basketball team has lost back-to-back games. They fell to the Marquette Golden Eagles 59-52 in Milwaukee. They scored a season-low points, and Coach Gino Ariemen was obviously uh, pretty upset about it. He said, quote, I told this team I'm surprised that it's taken this long for us to have that kind of mental checkout and it's the first time all year in 20 games that it's happened. Tonight happened to be that night and against the wrong team. The number four Huskies lost to number one South Carolina, 81-77 on Sunday at home in Hartford. Yeah, and, and he, uh, he, he and Don Staley, the coach <laughs> at South Carolina, have been firing back and forth on their various uh, media platforms, and it's not been pretty. And, and Don does not hold back. And he basically thought that he had a player that the refs allowed to beat up in that game. And, and, he, and he, of course, was just talking about what, you know, what they were allowed to do. And, I, and his comeback was that, well, I was just talking about the officiating. And I've done it in past games where I thought people got you know manhandled during the game and made that point and he said those coaches didn't come back at me well those coaches aren't Don Staley I mean Gino she's not going to let you get away with trying to get it out there in in her mind she thinks he's trying to start a narrative that they you know kind of have a, a brutal defensive nature that they go past the line with and she doesn't think that's fair and she's tired of it. People saying that about her players. I don't think he was trying to like speak out against the character of the players, but she she took it as that, and she said that her players are like the best people she's ever been around. Well, that may be true. I bet they're great. I bet they're great uh, student athletes and great people. But I don't think that's the point he was trying to make. He was trying to plant some seed in case they have to face them again in the minds of the officials because he's Gino Ariema, Ariema. He never loses. So, I mean, he's going to be a little bit whiny when he loses. And he's got those glasses, those horn rim glasses. Gino's got a good look. I've always kind of enjoyed Gino over the years. I mean, he's kind of haughty and a little bit over the top. But, I, I mean, he's good for he's good for basketball. It was good to have a superpower. And now it's good that they get beat sometimes. Who's the closest thing to a superpower now? I guess it's Don Staley's South Carolina team. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Sunday, LSU goes to Columbia, and and they will play. And it'll be number one versus number three. And I don't. I don't know that. I don't know. I don't know where Kim. She's doing the whole well. 
you know, they'll be favored to beat us, kind of like she did against Tennessee. <laughs> and it's a good LSU team, although, you know, they haven't played a lot of top 25 competition, and somebody took them into OT recently. I was kind of shocked by that. I just happened to look the other day, Aaron, and they got uh, – Georgia took them to OT. And, 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 and so that was kind of interesting to me. But that'll be great. On 1 o'clock, Super Bowl Sunday – Number one versus number three. Two of the greatest coaches in college basketball and the greatest programs. Well, I mean, obviously, she's turned LSU into a monster already. Uh, LSU's kind of been up and down as a program over the years, but it's, it's going to be awesome. Sunday, 1 o'clock. Aaron, what are you, what are you going to watch before the um, Super Bowl? I'm, I may watch some of that. I like watching that, uh, that golf tournament that they play in the Phoenix area, Scottsdale or whatever, TPC Scottsdale, wherever they have that thing, because that 16th green, the par three, everybody goes crazy. It's kind of a fun atmosphere. I'm going to watch some PGA golf. I'm going to watch some of the USC. Um, well, they, I guess they are USC. The South Carolina LSU game. I just don't – I am not someone who commits to the full, like, four-hour pregame Super Bowl show. No, I can't me neither. do that. Nope. I can't do that. Is there anything else I'm missing? Golf, a huge – the Bears play on Saturday, don't they, in in, in, uh, in Stillwater? Because I, I definitely want to stop down for that. I think the Bears are – Yeah, the, I think the, the, uh, the Baylor, Baylor women, women at 2, one thirty yeah. pregame, and then the Baylor men at 3. Oh, gosh, now i got to figure that out. I gotta record. I gotta either record one. How am I gonna do that? Overlapping games. I don't know. The, the some of the issues that I have to face on a daily basis. All right, Aaron. Uh, it is the weekly appearance from Nikki Collin. Although it's not Nikki. Tony Green, big time assistant, just a great guy. I have really enjoyed my conversations with uh, with Coach Green. He joins us to talk some Baylor women's basketball next. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato, and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step. There was no back pain. I took another step. No knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. 
Stop by the Good Feet Store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays. A stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254-710-8080. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. You hear Nikki Collin on a weekly basis, but sometimes we get to hear from uh, Nikki's assistants. And Tony Green has uh, been a favorite uh, assistant coach of mine uh, since they arrived last season. And uh, Tony, great to have you. Back on the Matt Mosley show, and uh, I'm sorry to- uh, that uh, Nikki uh, put you on after losses, Tony. I- we have to talk to her about that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I-, I I would love to have been on, you know, a little earlier when we were on a roll. But no, it's not a problem. You know, we always authentic here uh, with Baylor women's basketball. How you been doing, man? It's been a while. I'm good. I'm good. And um, here at ESPN Central Texas, we've been uh, we've been rolling along. Of course, Tony, we'll need to get your Super Bowl pick. We've been doing a lot of Super Bowl talk, and uh, there's just this is a great time of the year. I mean, you saw what LeBron did the other night. You saw the Mavs make a big trade right. for Kyrie Irving. So right. there is there's no shortage of topics, and I know your brain is mainly. Uh, Baylor women's basketball, but of course, you know I'm I'm all over the all, all over the map. Uh, well, talking know, about I, I, all this stuff. Yeah, I try to keep up with everything. I'm from Dallas, so I appreciated the the the, the trade for for Kyrie, and I'm a huge LeBron fan as well. So I've been I've been keeping my ear to the ground when it uh, when it comes to to other sports as well. So I'm I'm prepared for anything today. Tony, remind me where you went to high school. I, I went to um, – I started out at Roosevelt High School. Okay. But I graduated from Richardson High School. Oh, you know, man. Right outside yeah. of Dallas, yes. Yeah. Well, I've, I'm very familiar, and uh, I've spent much of uh, much of my life in Lake Highlands, which is in RISD. Uh, yes. And, of course, yes. uh, some big citywide battles against Richardson, and the Richardson and Lake Highlands 
uh, boys basketball has been unbelievable in recent years. And in fact, uh, Baylor is trying to get a uh, a player named named Trey Johnson, who is uh, the number one guard in the country out of Lake Highlands for 2024. And then, uh, of course, Richardson had two players last year. One plays for Alabama. And then one is a star player at Kentucky this year. So your old alma mater, which, by the way, is the also the alma mater. He's much older than you. But the great Everson Walls came right out of yes. there of uh, Richardson High School. Yes, yes. Lake Hallens has always been a powerhouse. When I played for Richardson, they've always had a, a good team. We had good battles with them. Uh, you know, they, you know, it, it's R- Richardson Pierce was our rival, but uh, Lake Highlands, everybody wanted to beat them because they were always at the top of the, the, the conference when I played. That's right. You would have been playing back when, uh, yeah, that, uh, that's, those were some interesting times for sure. And uh, both those schools have produced some unbelievable athletes and players over the years. Talking to Tony Green, Baylor uh, uh, women's assistant coach. And, uh, Tony, I got to say the other night, now, you're a guy who loves good defense and strategizing and putting things together when you, and of course, overtime will inflate a game, but uh, it, it is interesting. I, some of these results this this year, like one of the games y'all played in recently, I think y'all scored eight points in the first quarter, and you ended up with like 77 or 80 points in the game. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Now, the good news is y'all scored eight. But the other team, that may have been the Tech game I'm thinking about, only you know scored 12. So it's not All like right. you let them pull away. When you see a game like the other night that ends in a, whatever it was, 97-92, do you just kind of think, well, that's kind of the way the game went? Or does that kind of drive you nuts as being a guy who, who uh, really coaches hardcore defense? Um, it's a little bit of both both Matt uh to be honest with you Oklahoma has a really really good team and they have three players that can score 30 on any given night you know you have uh Maddie Will Maddie Williams Taylor Robertson and then you have the uh Anna who came off uh that she didn't play last year that that led OU in scoring a couple of years back they, they scored 92 on us this go around, uh, including, of course, they had an extra five minutes in overtime. But uh, I, I thought they hurt us some uh, with their slips. Uh, we were the first time we played them, we switched a lot of stuff, and of course, we wanted to do that again. They did a great job of slipping and, 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 and um, getting to the paint and posting us up a little bit when we when they had their big on our small and so. We, we they did a really good job of making some adjustments. Uh, I thought this game that they had actually they had a little bit more points than we would like to give up off our turnovers as well. I don't think our sudden change defense was really good. Sudden change means like once we turn the ball over, hustling back and and, and not compounding the first mistake, which is the turnover with not playing a good enough defense and, and, uh, on the defensive end. And, and taking away points uh, that way. But our sudden change defense wasn't good. Once we turned the ball over, they normally they scored. Uh, normally it's a little bit better than that. Normally we could make up for the turnover by getting a stop, you know, right after we turned the ball over. But I don't think we did a good enough job against OU the second time doing that. Well, and uh, Tony Green with us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station of Baylor 
women's basketball. That that was a um, that was tough to. I, I know you know as coaches when you're going over that with the players, you, you gotta the the positive is y'all went up twelve in the fourth quarter and you're playing beautifully. I mean at that point it's kind of like okay we we got this thing like we need it. And then Tony in that last what five five and a half minutes they go on I, I believe what was an eleven one run and ultimately come all the way back. I, I think the maddening thing has to be even more than all that. You got a five point lead. With about, I mean, they erased that five-point lead in the span of about five or six seconds. And, yeah. we, we, and, and Tony, I would imagine, and you've seen these things happen, both in your favor and against you over the years, because you've been coaching long enough to have seen pretty much everything. Right. Right. What, do you, what do you say to your team, you know, after something kind of chaotic like that happens, and now that you've had a chance to maybe go back and, and look at some film with them. What did you see kind of happen there? Was it a, a a little bit of panic set in? Like what what should have happened? Even on that inbounds pass, for instance, um, it looked like Sarah had it, and then boom, they got it away from her. What would you have liked to have seen differently in sort of that chaotic last twenty seconds? Um, first of all, uh, uh, we. We lost our poise a little bit, and we got away from what we were. We were our execution, and our press breaker, Kate, Caitlin Bickle normally well is supposed to take the ball out. That particular possession, Bug took the ball out. Dariana took the ball out, and Kate is normally a little bit more patient, you know, because she's experienced and been in those type of games before. She would take her time, make sure survey the. Uh, survey the floor, make sure we get it into the right person. Uh, I thought, I thought Sarah once she once the ball was inbounded to her. Uh, so we never got our press breaker set up once, but once we threw it into Sarah, I thought Sarah tried to make a quick play and turn up the court. Yeah, and uh, Anna just made a great play on the ball uh, and, and and knocked it out. You know, and Sarah was trying to get away quickly and run some time off the clock. Um, and didn't secure the ball well enough. Um, you know, the message to our team, uh, we had, yesterday we had off, but we met as a staff about one in the morning after that game, and we were very clear, Nikki was very clear what we wanted to do. Uh, it's basically, uh, you don't want, you want to use it as a teaching opportunity, you know, and show them where, you know, we, we got away from what we normally do, uh, meaning setting up our press breaker with the correct person taking it out. And and also we want to talk about being poised during that, that moment. And and last but not least, you don't want to harp too much on those possessions because, you know, we could have did some things uh, early in the game, uh, uh, a couple of possessions, three or four possessions early in the game that wouldn't have put us in that position as well. So you want to, try to coach them up to believe that every possession is important, not just the ending possession. Of course, you want to use the ending possession as teaching moments, uh, Mm -hmm. offensively and defensively, I thought. Uh, Offensively, I think we had, what, two or three turnovers back-to-back. Defensively, I don't think we got back. um, uh, And and our transition defense wasn't good, and we blew some assignments late. Uh, we were supposed to switch. We gave up a three late to Anna. Uh, there was a, a, 
a lot of teaching moments there. But mm-hmm. most importantly, in my opinion, uh, we, we just have to make sure that uh, we teach. Uh, we, we, we use it as a teaching opportunity. And then we move on mentally uh, and go be the, uh, the best team that we know we can be and be, be prepared to beat Oklahoma State on the road in Stillwater. Yeah, I mean, Caitlin ended up with 30 points in that game and was nails at the at the free throw line. You're right; there was a, it just was a combination of things. You you had some uncharacteristic missed free throws down the stretch, and every once in a while, something snowballs on you a little bit, and that right. seemed what happened. And y'all got a good shot. It, it's not like you got a wide open shot at the end of regulation from the corner, and then you got a point-blank put-back opportunity, and it just didn't go down. So right. it's not like y'all didn't draw up a good play uh, at the end of the game. I mean, one thing you're, you know, I'm sure you'll remind Darianna of is because she's been so great as a freshman, is just right. something she's probably known since she was in fourth or fifth grade. You know, you don't save it down there underneath your bucket. You don't throw it you know, back in the middle of the court down there, and that right. gave them a free look. Uh, and, again, these things just started to mount. And, um, uh, my gosh, the good news is, you know what, she's going to have how many games in her future to, to, to uh, you know, to atone for that. Like, you know, she'll have about 70 or 80 more games yeah. for the yeah. Bears. So everything will, everything will be okay. Talking to Tony Green uh, Baylor women's assistant. Always love it when he joins us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. Uh, this will be interesting. Like you say, you got to turn around now, and you go to Stillwater, and um, it's been interesting what J.C. Hoyt, you you talked about that one game against Oklahoma where you got up to a, uh, held them to five and got up to a 21-5 lead. Y'all did the same thing to Oklahoma State the tournament last year. You got out on a crazy like 29 to 2 or something start, as I recall, because I was at that game. Um, yeah. JC brought in some really excellent uh, transfers. And in, in, in this transfer world, you can change a team in a hurry. Obviously, y'all tried to, but unfortunately, you know, your transfers for different reasons haven't been able to, uh, to, to play this year for the most part. What. What do you? What's the key for uh, getting past this Oklahoma State team? Because quite honestly, y'all have played really well on the road, so I don't think the crowd or the venue will give you guys any trouble. It's it's literally going to be you know matching up against a very talented Oklahoma State team. What is the key going into this one? I think our ball screen coverage defensively is going to be very key. Uh, we, we didn't play very good ball screen defense against them the first time we played them, uh, and 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 we didn't guard their shooters well. Uh, I think we have to guard their shooters a little bit better than what we did last time. And our energy, I just didn't think we played played as hard as we normally play energy wise. We were three and zero, and like you said, like we don't have a real experienced team. Uh, we we play two freshmen a lot of minutes. Uh, we start one, and and JC Oklahoma State just like OU they have a lot of experience and and uh, we have a lot of experience. Uh, our transfers that are not playing, and mm-hmm. so uh, I, I think that we were learning how to uh, we we were learning how to operate being three and zero and first by ourselves in the Big Twelve. Uh, and we ran up against a really good team, experienced team, very talented and well coached. 
and and you know that was another uh, learning experience from us, I mean for us, and and hopefully uh, we'll be uh, better prepared this next go around uh, for Oklahoma State. There's not they are they're not a team that you should overlook. Uh, they've beaten some the top tier teams in our conference, uh, so. We'll uh, hopefully this time we'll be looking forward for the challenge and and do a better job. Yeah, there are no easy outs in this conference, and that that was, for many years that was not the case, Tony. Um, you we're glad to have you, but let me just tell you, you've had the misfortune of showing up in this conference at its absolute peak. You know, yeah. <laughs> it was right. it wasn't always like this, but that's okay because. Uh, playing that kind of competition only sharpens you and i gotta think that you know once you kind of get to the big 12 tournament get to the ncaa tournament you're going to be battle tested and there's really going to be nothing you haven't seen so uh if you think back to last year that oklahoma loss at home probably felt awful but in a sense it started something for y'all and who knows maybe this will happen as well at least this is what i tell myself tony these are my own uh psychological arguments but uh well listen i appreciate it and uh, always fun to uh to catch up with you give me your super bowl pick real quick the uh the, the chiefs and the eagles you are a as we talked about big sports fan you kind of watch everything who are you who are you rooting for and who do you think is going to win I, I tell you this um i'm a Cowboys, I'm a diehard Cowboys fan. And so I'm going to go with the NFC, and I'm rolling with the Eagles. And I, I, I do believe they have uh, the best team on, on uh, when it comes to being a team. I think they have a very good defense and a good enough offense to uh, put up points uh, against Kansas City. And, and so I'm, I'm going all the way with the Eagles. Okay, I got you down, uh, and uh, uh, Coach Tony Green uh, picking the um, what the team that Cowboys fans usually hate, but I hear what you're saying. You're going with the <laughs> NFC East, and uh, I hope you have a great Super Bowl party Sunday, and it's made even more fun by celebrating a Baylor win. Tony, I appreciate you being on with us. Thank you so much, Matt. I appreciate you inviting me. You bet. There he goes, Tony Green. Baylor women's assistant on the Matt Mosley show. And uh, next, we do get you ready for that Super Bowl. Some uh, nuggets that uh, in some breaking news that is occurring as we get closer to the big game. We'll uh, discuss it next. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Here's the voice of the Bears. John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's Jack Jack of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor men's basketball knocks off Oklahoma in the Farrell Center. We've got that, plus tennis results and softball about to begin their season tomorrow. Details straight out on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Kickoff 2023 with a bang at Allen Samuels in Waco. During the President's Day sales event, get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo with total values up to $2,000 and 1.9% for 72 months on second and third row options. That's right, 1.9% for 72 months plus rebates. Or how about the 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with up to $3,500 in total values plus an extra $500 to first responders at Allen Samuels in Waco. Baylor Bear Basketball. 
Here on the flagship station for Baylor men's and women's basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Let's play ball. Baylor baseball and softball are back in action beginning February 17th, and season tickets are currently on sale for both teams. Don't miss the action at Baylor Ballpark and Getterman Stadium as veteran softball coach Glenn Moore and first-year head baseball coach Mitch Thompson lead the Bears to victory this season. Get your season tickets today at BaylorBears.com slash tickets and let's knock it out of the park this year. Sick'em Bears. Now doing his part in preparing champions for life. Here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. Baylor men's basketball in 82-72. Winner over Oklahoma last night in the Farrell Center. The Bears got a combined 62 points from guards Adam Flagler, Keontae George, and Langston Love in the victory that propels them to 7-4 in conference play on the season. Baylor committed only seven turnovers on the night. Next up, they're headed to Fort Worth to take on TCU this Saturday afternoon at 3. In tennis yesterday, third-ranked TCU knocked off number 10 Baylor 4-1 in men's tennis. On the women's side, Baylor won over Harvard 5-2 the final score. And Baylor's softball set to begin a new season tomorrow, playing at a tournament in Las Vegas. It's five games in three days to open the season. Here's assistant coach Steve Hoot-Jonigan. Yeah, we're going to play Southern Utah a couple of times. We'll play Weber State who has a book, good ball club, UNLV is the host. We play them on uh, the prime time on Saturday night, and then we come back with Arkansas. It's probably the best team in the tournament. Uh, it lost a lot of kids from last year, but really got to replace them with a lot, reloaded with a lot of talented kids. So it has the pitcher in the SEC and the pitcher of the year uh, back this year as well. So, again, a good challenge, good barometer early in the year on where we're at. And, uh, you know, we're trying to work out the kinks and, again, trying to find the best nine to put out there. And love the challenge. Look forward to it. That's who John again, Baylor softball opening the season in Las Vegas beginning tomorrow. They'll play five games in three days. Their home opener comes up Friday week, February 17th. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Ready to score? Switch checking accounts to earn 4% APY at First Central Credit Union. It's a full court press with First Central's free Casasa checking that pays 4% APY and refunds all your ATM fees with a savings account combo that earns you money. This season, ask for Casasa checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Make the switch. We're your team. APY is annual percentage yield, eligibility, and qualification supply. Member NCUA. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. 
In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at mayatfuels.net. That's mayatfuels.net. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Payments for qualified buyers at 5.49% for 72 with 5,000 down cash or trade. TTL Extra. See dealer for details. It's the new year. New ride pre-owned savings event at Richard Car with the biggest selection in years on pre-owned cars and trucks. Qualified buyers can find great deals like a 2014 Buick Concorde for only $149 a month or a 2015 Kia Sorento for $237 a month or a 2015 Ford F-150 truck for $392 a month. Over 80 used, thoroughly inspected vehicles in stock. 100% approval is always our go. Get here now for the new year. New Ride Savings Event at Richard Carr. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The Phoenix Suns add Kevin Durant win a blockbuster deal with the Nets that gave the Nets three players and four future first-round picks. Kyrie Irving made his Dallas Mavericks debut last night with Lucas still out with the heel injury. Irving poured in 24 points in 37 minutes as the Mavs beat the Clippers 110-104. NFL Players Association Executive Director DeMarcus Smith says it's time to get rid of the NFL scouting combine. Baylor gets past OU 82-72 last night. The Bears will be on the road on Saturday. Elsewhere in the Big 12 last night, West Virginia beat Iowa State 76-71 and Oklahoma State beat Texas Tech 71-68. Patrick Mahomes says his ankle's in a better spot spot for the Super Bowl on Sunday with the Eagles. The Eagles are now one and a half point favorites in the game. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, a little slim shady. Uh, it is Matt Mosley's show ESPN Central Texas. 5.32 on a Thursday afternoon. We did have a winner earlier today in the uh, Schmaltz's Trivia Contest. Always great. And, uh, boy, we had several entries. Had tons of people calling in and always uh, appreciative of that. You heard Ward talking about some of the games last night. Bears get a big uh, win over Oklahoma. In this conference, you don't apologize for any wins, no matter how they come. And that Oklahoma team seemed like they were ready to go down uh, quite a few times. And I got to hand it to them. They kind of kept fighting. And even when it was like 71-63, they would come down, either get a three-point play, make a three. Bears responded extremely well because Langston Love hit threes. Flagler, who had not been shooting the three ball that well, hits a big three. 
back-to-back threes kind of gave Baylor a little bit of breathing room in that game. But twice in the second half, they had it, uh, Sooners had it down to one. And then at one point, I think they actually took a lead by one point. So Porter Moser's kids were playing hard, but I couldn't help but think about what Fran Fraschilla told us yesterday, and that's that Porter Moser can't get to the SEC soon enough. Go play in the SEC. He thinks he's a good coach, but uh, he thinks, Fran Fraschilla at least thinks the coaching in the Big 12 is better than the coaching in the SEC. Now, if you had to say, who are the best coaches in the SEC? How would you, Aaron, let me let me have a stab at this. I would say Bruce Pearl at Auburn, Rick Barnes at Tennessee, who obviously coached in the Big 12 a long time, and, and Cal Perry. I mean, you know, as much as he's been up and down, a guy that's won that many games and has been that, accomplished no matter whether it's recruiting or coaching or whatever you got to put him in the mix that's the top three but but I, I think that's I think that may be what he's trying to say is there is kind of a fall off after that nobody could name whoever's coaching at South Carolina nobody could name the coach now at I mean, who was the team that just got obliterated the other night? Was that Vandy? And then they came back and beat Tennessee? Is that Stackhouse? I'm trying to think who coaches it. Wake Forest. Is Stackhouse at Vanderbilt, Aaron? Does it sound right? I he I think Fran's on to something in that the the SEC the Big Twelve just has better coaching in that perhaps Porter Moser will do better and function better when OU goes to the SEC. Will the uh, Rodney Terry be the permanent coach at the University of Texas? He's been great. He's done a really good job, but he's calmed things during the aftermath of what happened with uh, Chris Beard and his subsequent firing. I like him. I root for him to get that job. According to Fran Fraschilla on yesterday's show, he's going to have to either win the regular season title win the Big 12 tournament, or make a deep run in the in the NCAA tournament. Aaron, of all of those three options, I think his best chance is to win the regular season Big 12 title. Now, Baylor and Kansas are so good at this and good at, at riding the ship and getting on a roll. And I say riding the ship, Baylor's won eight of their last nine all right, there's not. It's not like oh, but Baylor's got to ride the ship. They've already righted the ship. They just had one loss in there at Texas, and it was pretty close. But I think of those three options, Aaron, Texas's best shot is to win a a regular season conference title. And right now, they are at the top of the heap. And then Aaron, after Baylor's win over Oklahoma last night, isn't it amazing? As as tight as it's been in this conference, there are now. Four teams tied at seven and four. TCU, the team some of us thought might have been the best in the conference a couple of weeks ago after they obliterated Kansas, is sitting there at six and five. I mean, they're not. I mean, that's, you know, six and five is a great record in this conference. Um, Oklahoma State is doing better than people thought. And 
West Virginia is trying to climb out of a big hole, and they've got this thing to four and seven. Aaron, if they go, I think seven and eleven. Four and seven. I think seven and eleven gets West Virginia in the tourney. So the only teams that would not be in the tourney would be Texas Tech and OU. Every other team would be in the NCAA tournament. Aaron, does that sound doable to you? Eight teams from a 10-team conference. Yeah, I think that's actually what's going to happen. Wow. Wow, that is really – and I think that may, may have been something Fran told us. In fact, I think I saw you tweet it about was, that. It was, yeah. Yeah, Fran Frischilla. And, uh, and, and yeah, he was, uh, he was saying that. Now, the biggest story in the Big 12 right now, honestly, might be what's going on with the man we call EJ or Jonathan Chamwa Chachua. He's, he's reinvented himself. He's still athletic. I think he's still going to be a good defender. Does he move as well laterally? Um, as a one-on-one defender, is he going to be the guy he used to be? I don't think so. Maybe at some point, but probably not yet. But he's confident in his shot. And even when he missed a couple, he was still stepping up, shooting it. And Aaron, tell you what, if you can go two for five every game, I say keep shooting it, Jonathan. And did you know both of the threes that he hit last night in the second half were big threes? It wasn't like, oh, man, Jonathan's extending the lead. No, Bears had only had like a one-point lead, and, and twice he extended it to four with those shots. And, and then, you know, of course, Langston Love had a big night. I mean, the only thing he didn't do well is shoot free throws. He was three for seven from the free throw line. The rest of the team kind of struggled a little bit from the free throw line. But he's a, he is a scoring dude. He can hit from three. He's, he's in a one-on-one situation. He's so strong that he can shoot over people. Uh, he's got great height, too. He's about 6'5". He's the, he and Keontae are both really big guards. You know, Cryer and Flagler are strong and plenty big enough, but the the length that both Langston and Keontae have can overpower. They're a bad matchup for a lot of guards. And it's not even just so much about their height. You know, it's just the way they're built. Keontae is not some like, oh man, when he fills out, he's going to be good. No, he's, he's next year. He has a chance to be good in the NBA. He's going to be a lottery pick. We get one shot at watching this guy. So we ought to, you know, use every chance we get. Everybody over there in Fort Worth, people say, well, I'm going to go see if the Frogs can beat the Bears. Well, part of the reason they're showing up is to see Keontae George, who played right down the street at Louisville. All right? I, I, I don't even like talking about these academies. They all go, you know, they got a lot of these great guys go to. And, again, we get great players from these academies. Link Academy, where Jacoby Walters is coming from. But Jacoby played his whole career at McKinney. Keontae grew up in Louisville. I mean, I, I, I just always like to kind of credit where all these guys come from. I mean, it was not easy. Uh, our man went to Montverde. Langston Love did. It was probably not an easy decision to make because he was a tremendous scorer at, 
Aaron, one of our players is from Fort Bend, Marshall. I'm trying to remember where he's from. I thought I think it's the Houston area where Langston was playing, and uh, he went off to Montverde. So again, I'm not saying you can't get better at these academies, but also, I mean, there's a reason some of these unbelievable players are coming from the Metroplex. The AAU teams are unbelievable, and the high school coaching, the junior high and high school coaching, is tremendous too. So I'm just saying you don't really have to go to these academies. And sometimes I I wonder about that. Keontae, though, he's so good at at absorbing contact. And Aaron, last night, every time it kind of get close or something, he would, you know, uh, OU had a player who I kind of liked, number 12 last night. I don't have his name in front of me. And he could hit the three. He's kind of a slithery little guard. But what he would do with Keontae is he respected the three so much that he'd go racing out there to try to defend him at the three-point line, and Keontae would just blow by him like he was nothing. Keontae has deceptive speed and quickness. You don't know he's by you until he's by you. And he also has this innate ability to score from any angle. And what I mean is he can kind of be almost under the rim, or behind the backboard and kind of reach up with those long arms and and knock it in off the uh, you know off the square. He's just he's just so good. And again, he's getting better. It's like Sohan. Sohan really benefited from tremendous development and coaching and now he's just elevated his game even more and he's got banged up recently, but before that, he was becoming a monster for the Spurs. I mean, just absolutely putting up, you know, 20, 25-point games. I think he had a 30-point game. Jeremy Sohan is probably going to end up being the best NBA player ever to come out of Baylor. Now, Vinny, obviously, Vinny was great for the Pistons, and he was the microwave, so... Vinny probably always is going to hold that title until it's taken away from him. But Sohan is off to a tremendous start, and I promise you Keontae is next. Now, Davion's doing really well for Sacramento, but he's still thought of as more of a defensive stopper, uh, rotational guy who can give you 10 to 15 minutes a night. Sohan is a starter already capable of playing 30 minutes a night in an NBA game. So lots to uh, talk about there. Lots of exciting things going on with the Baylor program. Now, let's do the dismount and a couple of uh, couple of uh, breaking news items we need to share with you. That's next. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Attention Central Texas barbecue lovers. We have great news for you. Elkberg Barbecue is now open seven days a week. 
Their handcrafted meats, sandwiches, sides, and desserts are now available from 11 till 3 Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, till 7 Wednesday and Thursday, until 8 Friday and Saturday. And don't forget, Hellberg Barbecue can cater your next event. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6 in Waco at hellbergbarbecue.com and on Facebook. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info and help save a life with Carter Blood Care. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The Phoenix Suns add Kevin Durant win a blockbuster deal with the Nets that gave the Nets three players and four future first-round picks. Kyrie Irving made his Dallas Mavericks debut last night with Lucas still out with the heel injury. Irving poured in 24 points in 37 minutes as the Mavs beat the Clippers 110-104. NFL Players Association Executive Director DeMarcus Smith says it's time to get rid of the NFL scouting combine. Baylor gets past OU 82-72 last night. The Bears will be on the road on Saturday. Elsewhere in the Big 12 last night, West Virginia beat Iowa State 76-71 and Oklahoma State beat Texas Tech 71-68. Patrick Mahomes says his ankle's in a better spot for the Super Bowl on Sunday with the Eagles. The Eagles are now one and a half point favorites in the game. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show. I'll be at the. Uh, and Tom will be out there. We'll be broadcasting 4 to 6 tomorrow night 
at the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show. Raised so much great money for the kids. Ted Teague will be out there. Alan Samuels. Man, some of the deals they're doing this uh, February. Pretty remarkable. I think Ted may jump on with me. And uh, Alan Samuels has been spending a ton of money over the years out here. Ted Teague continues the tradition. He's been doing this a long time. Tom will be out there bidding on some things. Tom will have his eye on some broilers. And and, uh, who knows? Who knows what he may bring home? I mean, there's just so much you can go bid on, raise great money. And and then the... uh, Boy, this powerful group of uh, Waco businessmen are always out there gathered making steaks and potatoes. That's a great organization. Aaron, I've been known to kind of show up over there close to the grill when some of the steaks start kind of coming out and uh, and perhaps trying some of it out. Make sure they're doing a good job, and they generally are. And so I'll, uh, I, I assume I'll kind of be hanging out over there tomorrow night, and uh, uh, that'll, be, that'll be a lot of fun. And, Aaron, I thought this was interesting as we have to say goodnight. Not a single NFL headline. Uh, ESPN.com right now. NBA, NBA, NBA headline. Another NBA headline. One more NBA headline. So four NBA headlines, a college football headline, and some kind of soccer thing. Not a single thing about the Super Bowl going on. NBA trade deadline just just took control maybe tomorrow we'll provide our super bowl picks and actually talk about it a little bit it is the matt mosley show thank you aaron good work and we'll see you tomorrow from that mcclennan county junior livestock show good night everybody this is the modern media big 12 shoot around a daily look inside big 12 conference basketball modern media your full service advertising agency now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 basketball in today's modern media Big 12 shoot-around. Coming up, we'll look at last night's results from the Big 12. Baylor winning at home over Oklahoma. Oklahoma State winning at home over Texas Tech. And how about West Virginia winning at home over Iowa State? Details straight ahead on today's modern media Big 12 shoot-around. folks, John Morris for the Brunerado family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit Brunerado.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at